Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals, and welcome back to the Lucky Rants. I am your host, Lucky, and today uh, I really hope that you guys are catching up on Kotaro Lives Alone, because uh, we're going to be talking about that in a couple days here on Saturday for my weekly review. And uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm really excited to uh, to talk about it, man. That that anime really became a lot more um, impactful than I thought it was going to be. So I'll just leave it at that before I get too into it. Um, so there, there's this great article. I'm going to leave it in the info box just because I, I thought it was fun. If you guys have watched, um, if you guys have watched, um, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, Shenmue, the animation. Uh, if you guys haven't, go ahead and feel free to ignore this. But there is... Um, there, there's this great um, thread here of like I don't know if it's text messages or something like that, but just it, it's almost like a bunch of memes of Shenmue, and um, I, <laughs> I I I love it so much. So um, I'll, I'll leave that in the link in the description box down below. But I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about this um, because one of the things that um, one of the things that oh I guess they're they're writers for excuse me they're, they're writers for the anime's news network but um anyway this is just a bunch of text between them and uh one of the things that the the, the it's like a sub title here or not even a subtitle i don't know what you want to call it like a like like a sub caption but it basically asks is shenmue the animation the perfect video game adaptation and you know i th i don't know if i can answer this properly because i've never played the video game but I, I do have to say it's doing a really good job. I, it's, it's bringing the anime to a video game. Because you see, it, it's, it's kind of like what I talked about with Yakuza, which is basically, that's basically the spiritual successor to Shenmue, right? Both created by Sega, um, and then uh, both have a very similar, uh, I don't want to say, not, it's not story, but a very similar... Um, interaction style right you go around uh do a bunch of side stories side quests that kind of stuff and yeah it kind of goes from there and yeah i just think that uh uh i i just think that you know when we talk about it right i always say that yakuza zero feels like playing an anime to some degree but you're still playing a video like you know you're playing a video game because you're grinding you're uh leveling up you're doing certain things but in order for an anime to bring video game elements into it it's very difficult to bring those elements into it uh, unless it's just a story but at least from what i've seen so far and just from playing yakuza and from what i know about shenmue i feel as if they've done a really good job of adapting it and also bringing a lot of it um uh kind of uh, condensing a lot of it because you know, at least from what I hear, like there, it's it's very like specific, right? Like you have to get to this place at a certain time. You have to get to this place at a certain time because, right? This is one of the first games that had that kind of system. I, I don't think it was the first. I, that may have been Majora's Mask, I think, but uh, it was one of the first uh, um, video games with like a clock system and stuff. And so, or sorry, a night and day cycle. And you, you know, when you're when when you're playing a game you can extend those things right you can make it so this person has to get here at this time but in an anime you kind of have to get the story going like it has to keep going or else uh you're not going to get anywhere with it 
Uh, and yeah, I just think they've done a fantastic job. I really hope that Sega, you know, sees this and goes with Yakuza uh, next. Because I just think it is like Yakuza is a straight up asking to have an animation. It is straight up asking. And, you know, the the, the guys, especially who do uh, Goro Majima's voice, um, who's one of the one of the main antagonist rivals to Kiryu, Kiryu uh, Kazuma, um, who is the main character of the series. Uh, I, they, they always love doing I, I they, they always come back to those roles. And I just think it's so fun to uh, to watch that happen. So. I don't know. I really hope that they decide to do an a, a, do an adaptation of something, man. Like, because uh, I just I just think they're killing it with the the Shenmue animation so far, uh, and it's doing such a great job, man. So anyway, I, one of the other things actually before we, we we carry on here, um, is you know if you think about it, right, Shenmue and uh and Yakuza, they both have this you know where you beat up a bunch of bad guys and do this kind of stuff, right? So in a way, there is that kind of power dynamic, like, oh man, this character is super strong. Um, and in the anime, it also encaptured that, but without making him OP, right? Because then the bosses come in, and it's like, oh yeah, I could do that, you know, <laughs> I could totally do that. Uh, so you know, but better. So yeah, I, I just think it does such a fantastic job. Once again, that is on Crunchyroll. If you guys want to check it out, it's a Crunchyroll uh, Adult Swim collaboration and. Oh, so good, dude. It is so good. It is so, so good. Um, what is the first anime that you cried to? Uh, I don't judge people. So, um, first one I legitimately cried to. Oh, man. Um, I feel like it was Your Lie in April. Now, I, I the reason why I say that one in particular is because I I just think it might have been, but I, to be completely honest with you, I don't know. It's just the one that really came to my mind. Um, I can name a couple other that I, a couple others that I definitely cried to. Um, Anohana, bro, that that thing disturbed me. Oh, by the way, there's a there's a really good. Um, by the way, I I, I didn't realize this. Uh, Anohana's uh, theme, Secret Base, is from like ten years before it, and they just decided to use it for uh anahana and i was like whoa that's crazy uh anyway this girl ends up um singing it uh i guess she's a voice voice actress but i guess she also does uh some singing and stuff and she she fucking nails it dude she fucking nails it i'll, I'll uh, leave a link in the info box <laughs> excuse me a link, a link in the info box um for anybody that wants to watch that but oh my god it's so good she's so good um but yeah, I mean, I think I I just think it's so cool to to uh, to remember that kind of stuff. Um, I think a good soundtrack. I, I think that's why uh, Your Line April is so effective because a it's a music anime, so the soundtrack better be on fucking point. Um, but it's a lot like I think I kind of compare it to like a musical, right? Like the music is telling the story just as much as the dialogue, just as much as the um, and a lot of times, even the dialogue is mixed in with the music, right? That's uh, very common for a lot of music anime, where they, you know, they talk about um, uh, a fast version coming up. And then, you know, one of the greatest things uh, I really enjoy. Now, it's a little, it's a little hard to watch just because I don't like watching people mess up. But there was the the very first performance that happens in there. I'm just going to try not to spoil that. Um, 
but there's a part where um main character messes up in the middle of it and another person adapts to it and you can you know he has an inner dialogue about it and i just thought oh it's so good man so amazing and i i really i actually really wonder could they make a play about this uh sorry a musical about this because that would be fantastic i mean they've been doing a lot of live show uh, sorry live uh theatrical uh okay live stage performances and stuff and i think that would be fantastic can you imagine uh how hard it would be though for the performer to like actually mess up and for somebody else to like come in and then like you know because it would be it would all be part of the script right it's so hard to to do that you know so uh yeah i just i just think that'd be fascinating but yeah i think your line april was probably the first one um besides that maybe maybe a little bit earlier there was um a little bit earlier i did have a i i did have like a pretty vis not not visceral but a very strong reaction to full metal alchemist back in 2005 maybe or 2005 i, I think i watched it like a year after it came out um but there was uh the scene with uh with uh, nina uh if you guys know what i'm talking about then i'm not gonna say anymore <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty, it was a pretty, um, it was like one of the first times where I had realized that anime went a little bit further than I thought it was going to. And I really appreciated it. But at the same time, it was really, really hard for me to watch. Let me see what, what some other people's are. End of Code Geass. Oh, that's, that's fantastic right there. Uh, to Your Eternity episode one. Yeah, actually that was a good one too. I did. Uh, I'm trying to remember if I did cry or not. I think I was trying to do like the cloudy with a chance of meatballs guy, you know, the the, the police officer where he's like he's about to cry and he's like get back in there and the tear comes back up. I think I did I did one of those things. So uh, yeah, I, I I technically didn't cry. So yeah. Um, oh man, uh, let me see. Oh, was there another one? Oh, you know what? Orange was another really good one. I I don't remember if I cried to it, but I just remember. Uh, I just remember sitting there and really wonder, you know, contemplating a lot of things, you know, I, it took me, it took me a, a real long time to, so I did a video on it on my mental health channel and it was something that really, oh man, it really threw me off in terms of like how far it went with mental health and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, let's see. <clears throat> Um, Anahana, yeah, that was that was a really good one. Um, yeah, Anahana really got me. Violet Evergarden, so yeah, episode. Everybody talks about episode ten, bro. Um, yeah, episode ten was uh, just one of the best ones, dude. It was just so. I feel like that's gonna be forever ingrained in everybody's uh, psyche as one of the best episodes ever. Um, and uh, actually, maybe if we just we, we should probably categorize it a little bit better. So, one of the most emotional, uh, emotionally charged episodes ever. Uh, and yeah, oh, it's so good, man. It's just so good. It's, oh man. Um, let's see if I can find a couple more here. Um, Gurren Lagann. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that's really good. Oh wow, and they have a good story. Uh, let me just make sure there's no spoilers here. Oh, awesome. Okay. Uh, the great, great, uh, great little, by the way, I want I wanted to read this comment just because I wanted to show you guys. I mean, you guys already know it. If you guys are listening to this, cause you know, if you're, if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, you're an anime fan already. I, I just feel like that's, that's mostly the criteria of a lot of the people who watch this, by the way, if you don't, then uh, fantastic. Please come 
and listen to anime casuals we we obviously uh welcome the listen listenership but i just imagine that you're probably somebody who is at least uh has watched some anime usually because you know people who haven't watched anime aren't just going to check out like an anime uh podcast right so uh you got this comment right here if we're being real here oh um, basically what i was trying to preface here is like the way that anime can affect uh can coincide with your uh, real life and I'll, I'll give my own testament to this even though I've, I've talked about it a little bit before but if we're being real here uh gurren lagan it was a really tough time for me in my childhood uh my parents had just gotten divorced and i had zero self-esteem and with with it was just uh and with it was just as i entered middle school which destroyed what else i did have i didn't know it was if it was puberty or what but watching simon grow really showed me that life can get better no matter what it hits you with even to this day a decade later i still tell myself to believe in the me that believes in myself when i'm feeling down oh, okay okay uh, excuse me yeah i gotta <laughs> get back in there tear uh, i wasn't i didn't i didn't like fully read that I, I just read to make sure that there wasn't any spoilers but i didn't read like the meat and potatoes of that um yeah, dude. I, I And I think that's what's so empowering about shonen characters, which is kind of why I wish that there were more... By the way, this isn't an inclusive argument. This isn't anything like that. I think there are enough female very strong female characters. Uh, but at the same time, I just kind of wish that there was a little bit more um, in some of these shonen uh, anime. I'm not saying that there's not, but like I said... Um, because I, I just remember how powerful watching shonen, watching shonen characters was for me. Goku, right? Um, yes, he's an idiot, but he sticks to his convictions, and he always wants a fair fight, no matter what. Granted, he always wants a fair fight, even if the universe is at stake, um, and there's a possibility he might lose. Uh, but you know that, that that it is what it is. <clears throat> um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to remember. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, right? There can be redemption for a kid who messes up his life, who, who, who's, who's down on his luck, who, who lives with a single mother, right? Uh, I, you know, I grew up with a single mother. Um, and of course, I've talked about it before, but Naruto, right? There was this episode, um, by the way, it's called Donzo's Right Arm. It's uh, somewhere in the Five Kage Summit um, part. I just don't know. I don't remember exactly what, excuse me, what episode number it is, but... Um, there's a part where he has a panic attack, and I had just gotten out of the the psych ward. <clears throat> excuse me. After getting put in there for a panic attack, it was a little bit more than a panic attack. I stopped talking. I, you know, there was a lot of different things that happened in there, but it was really impactful on me because I started to, uh, I really, really felt the, uh, like, it, it was showing what happened to me. Right. I just kind of stopped working, and then. Watching Naruto go through it, you know, this guy who you'd seen episodes, you know, he, he's a, such a typical shonen protagonist, and then this happens to him. And, you know, shonen protagonists have breakdowns and all that stuff, but I just never seen someone that real, right? Like, I've seen people do, I've seen that happen. I've had that happen. Um, and watching it happen like that, I, I just. Oh man, it was really, really this this visceral reaction where I was just, oh my god, I just I felt it in my soul when I saw it, um, and it was like I said, it came. I I think it came out, or maybe I just started watching it um, about a month or two after I went to the hospital, and I felt that. And as I watched him start to come to his own conclusions about thing things, I was just it, it really stuck with me. Um, 
you know, uh, about, you know, sticking to my convictions, uh, despite what the world does. So it was just such a, such a great moment in, uh, in anime history for me as far it's still to this day, probably one of the, 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 the most, uh, memorable for me. Um, anyway, let's go over to some more heartbreak. What, what anime broke your heart because they never made a sequel popular and unpopular. Please refrain from spoilers. Um, even if the show seems old, no, at this point, Many popular anime series are over a decade old, but new people will always go back and watch them. So with that being said, what anime broke your heart when you found out they weren't making a sequel? If you care to explain to us why, how did you make, how did it make you feel? What show did you watch afterwards? Popular answers are okay, because not everyone has seen every anime. Um, I mean, obviously, so, okay, this is, this is, okay, so... Michael had mentioned in our ca casual discussion or our weekend talk, I can't remember, last week uh, about the fact that No Game, No Life is getting a season two. I just We just don't know when. Or maybe we do know when, but I just didn't watch that. Um, but, you know, one of the things that... Uh, one, of the, one of the things that I had... Uh, uh, you know, noticed when No Game No Life because what what I want to say twenty four and twenty fourteen or twenty sixteen. I, I don't. I think that I think one of those dates is right for for No Game No Life when it came out. Um, I just remember everybody and their mother talking about you know season two, season two. When is season two coming out? Like we we've that is the one number one sequel request. Yeah, sequel request uh, that I've heard. It is insane. So I'm gonna leave that on the shelf right now, just because I think we've talked about it. Um, Alderman on the Sky, um, really big one. Uh, just such great animation, and the story was fantastic. And one of my favorite protagonists ever. I mean, you can't. I don't, I, I just don't think you can go wrong with that. Uh, and then there is. Uh, oh man, what was? Oh, I know. I know there are some other ones. Um, Okay, so this will, <laughs> uh, it didn't break my heart, but I really wanted to see more of this story. Uh, it's called B.HK, or uh, oh, oh crap, I can't remember what the what the English title is now. Oh, why, why do I remember the Japanese? Wait, B.HK. Wait, is that is that what it's called? Hold on, how the heck? Oh my god, I. Uh, is this what it, what her name is? What the heck is this? Dang it! What the heck is this? Called? B B Gata HK Yamada's first time. There you go. B Gata. Okay, I put B Dada. B Gata HK Yamada's first time. So I watched this one, and I remember uh, I was watching it. And I was like, you know what, man? I kind of came here just because I was like, it sounded like an interesting, you know, it's this girl trying to fucking lose her virginity. And it turned out to be something a lot more, it ended up being a lot more like pure than that. It ended up being a lot uh, about growing up and, and about uh, figuring out who you are. Uh, but yeah, there, there was just some moments in there that I really, really thought uh, deserved a season two for, for the most part. Um, what what are some other ones? I, I'm I'm probably blanking out on a couple of these. Um, yeah, so uh, no game, no life. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. Uh, so a lot of people are mentioning Nana. Um, never watched Nana. 
which I, you know, and the problem is whenever you hear about an, a, a, like a, an anime that doesn't have a sequel, it kind of makes you not want to watch it. Am I the only one that does that? Where it's like, I don't know if I want to watch it because it's not complete, you know, because I didn't know about Alderman on the Sky. I just watched it randomly. And then after that, when I started talking about it, um, I started noticing that that there were a lot of people who really liked it. Oh, another one was uh, Kokoro Connect. Um, I, listen, I know there was that whole controversy. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I, I talked about it on on the on my review of it. Um, you guys can just look up Kokoro Connect controversy, and you'll you'll figure it out. There was a a pretty bad prank on one of the uh, on somebody on. Uh, I I don't know if it was a it was a young voice actor, but either way, it was it was a messed up prank. I get it, but I don't think that should be reflective of how good the, I don't think that should be reflective on the anime itself. And I, I just think it's so, uh, it was just such a great anime uh, and premise. And it just kind of got left off uh, at a very, uh, not a, okay. The, the ending was cool, but there was so much like left unsaid. There's like, well, why are they switching? Or why, sorry. Why are there all these rules and how are these supernatural rules imposed on them? Uh, what's going on here? Like it's it's really really interesting. So, um, gosh, man, I, I really there, there was just so much in there. But yeah, anyway, um, yeah, man, I, I just uh, there are just sometimes, and listen, uh, I, I get it, man. The anime industry is kind of weird with licensing and, and sequels and all that stuff. But yeah, man, it just it really does hurt to really. Uh, you know, get invested into an anime and then just figure out that it's not going to go anywhere after this, man. It's just getting that cliffhanger, man, that tease. It's just, ugh, it, it just breaks your heart to see. So anyway, guys, remember once again, we we're going to be talking about Kotaro Lives Alone uh, on Saturday. Uh, remember, you can check out All Things Casual at the link in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real R-E-A-L at gmail.com. Um, that'll also be in the info box. I don't know if, I, 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 I never noticed, I never like noticed this before, but I never tell you guys it's in the info box. Uh, so if you guys do want to email us, you guys don't have to just like, what did he say? Anime casual with an S where's the S at? You know, uh, it, it's in the info box. Um, and once again, I will have a link to the, um, secret base cover or not cover. It's from the same woman that did it a long time ago, but, uh, yeah, there's, it's just it sounds so good live dude it sounds so good live uh but as always guys don't forget to keep it casual <laughs>